Welcome to the Book That Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Fabio Giordani. If you're here, that means that you are ready to learn strategies that will help you ditch the marketing overwhelm so that you can get back to the business of transforming more people's lives and making money. Each week, I will share lessons on mindset, marketing, and entrepreneurship to support you on your journey to sell out your offers and create more freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to episode number four of the Booked Out Marketing Podcast. How are you doing? I hope you are doing well. I hope you are staying hydrated in these hot ass streets. Listen, I feel like the sun is waking up every day and choosing violence. It is so hot here in Florida. So please take care of yourself, stay hydrated, and yeah, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Listen, it's summer. I'm excited for several reasons, one of which is that watermelons are back in season and have actual flavor. Can we give it a round of applause? Because I have bought some watermelon in the winter and it was trash, okay? (laughs) My teenager is at home and my toddler is in preschool and camp. Amen and hallelujah, okay? And also, it's our birthday season. My teenager and I, we are both Leos, so everything is coming up roses this summer, okay? Listen, y'all, is it me or has your appetite to be outside increased since the last time it was summer, okay? So I'm a homebody, naturally. Like, as a kid, my summers consist of my mom taking me to the library and me going home and reading my books until I, you know, until it was time to get back to school. Because I was that kid, like, I was like, I'm around children all day, every day. I don't want to talk to these kids. Leave me alone. Let me enjoy my life and my books. So it's funny because, yeah, after the last two years, last two summers of being at home and barely doing anything, I'm ready to get out in these streets, okay? I'm ready to enjoy more nature, okay? More sun and more watermelons because your girl is obsessed, okay? I can't stop eating them. I'm going to eat my weight in watermelon, if not more, because that's how obsessed I am. We've actually made watermelon juices, um, snacks. It's just, I'm, I'm watermeloned out every day. My nail polish right now is actually the color of watermelon and it smells like watermelon. I'm obsessed. It's up, y'all. I'm excited. So anyways, enough about me and my watermelon obsession. I hope that you are enjoying your summer and you have some fun things planned. And listen, rock with me this entire summer because I got some juicy things for you that's going to support you in creating more freedom and more money in your business, okay? So today's episode, we're going to talk about the final habit of a booked out business, and it is launching. Okay, your girl's a launching nerd, so let me try to calm down, okay? I'm obsessed with launching. So we're calling this episode Launching for More Profit and Sustainability, okay? Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to say this. This episode is for those who have an offer they've been actively marketing and selling, or they've launched before, or maybe you want to launch. But... If you stumbled upon the podcast and this is you're starting out your business from scratch, this episode is also for you as well because it will give you insight on what to do to create the foundations for your marketing and sales process, okay? So I don't want you to be like, well, it's not for me. Let me just skip it. It is for you, okay? It is for you no matter (laughs) if you're new, seasoned, or you've been launching forever, all right? So like I said, I'm a launching nerd and I'm obsessed with launching to the point where I've launched everything in my business. I have a more streamlined business now with only two offers, signature offers, my VIP days, and my launch and slate um, group program. But in the beginning of my business, in the first 18 months, I've made over half a million dollars just from launching alone and been able to sustain a profitable coaching business from simply launching. So I know that it works because I have launched everything from one-on-one group programs, courses, retreats, live events, 
And I actually owned an agency where I did done for you services where we built um, in the past. I no longer have it, so don't ask me. Where we built funnels for our clients, helped support them with their launches and built websites. And I've launched those offers too. So I've also helped my clients do the same. Hundreds of women from all across the globe launch their offers. So the point I'm trying to make is whether you're selling done for you, one-on-one, live events, group offerings, launching is for you and your business, period, okay? The end, that's the episode, I'm just kidding. Um, so simply put, launching equals freedom, okay? So while there is nothing wrong with day-to-day marketing and selling your offers daily, I'm all for it, okay? I'm not against it at all. Please sell your things every day, your offers every day. What The difference between that and a launch is that launching creates the momentum and the demand that your business needs to grow sustainably and consistently, okay? Now, like I said, I can talk about launching all day, but I want to keep this episode simple and actionable for you. So first, let's kick off with... I want to help you kick kick this episode off with helping you reframe how you think about launching, okay? Because I know launching gets a bad rap all over the internet, okay? There are those of us who are launching, rocking with it, we love it, and there are those of us who are like, yeah, I've tried it, and it was a complete hot mess, never again. There are those who are like, I got some results, but like the amount of work I put in here, like I should have made so much more money and have more enjoyment, Or you've been launching, but somehow it's plateaued. You're kind of seeing the same repeated results over and over again. So wherever you are in the launch spectrum, it is good for you, period. But let's reframe how you look at launching because it's important for you to look at it in a different light so that you can be more comfortable with actually going forth and launch, okay? Launching is simply put when you are opening the sales to an offer and setting a deadline for people to buy. Or better yet, you can think of launching as an accelerated marketing campaign to get to your goals, okay? You can look at it in those two ways and launching just becomes easier for you, okay? So it's not about being the loudest in the room as some people would have you believe or rushing to the finish line. Rather, it's about creating a fun space for your best clients to show up and engage with you so that they can make a decision on whether or not they're ready to take the next step in their transformation. Okay, so while launching is about you and your business and making money and getting clients, right, clients and cash, it is also about them stepping up to the level of where they'd like to be. So they say they have this problem, they want transformation, they need help, it's also inviting them to do that, all right? So I love asking my question, my clients this question when they work with me, whether it's one-on-one or in my group program, the following. Would you rather find yourself yelling across a crowded concert hall to reach your dream clients and say, hey, look at me, or... Would you rather invite them to a quiet room, have a conversation with them, get to know them, they get to know you, and they'll they'll be able to see and hear things clearly and understand the value of the transformation that you have to offer? I hope you would choose the latter, okay? I don't know about you, but I don't have the energy to be yelling across a crowded concert hall, okay? So we want to connect with our clients at a deeper level, and launching does help you do that, okay? So like I said, no one on this planet wants to be screaming into the void and hoping that the clients choose them, okay? So launching is the simplest and fastest way for ready-to-buy clients to find you now. Let me say that again. Launching is the simplest and fastest way for ready-to-buy clients to find you now. I have been doing this work for years, supporting hundreds of clients in doing this. So like I said, I have so much things I want to share with you and you will get them in this podcast, but this episode, we're going to keep it simple as possible. So in this episode, we're going to cover a few mistakes that I I see most business owners making when it comes to their launches. And I also want to share with you my triple D method approach to launches. Okay. 
All right, let's dive in. Mistake number one is copying tactics you see other coaches and experts doing online and implementing them in your business. I love saying this because it makes total sense. And for some people, like we need to be reminded of this, but not all strategies are created equal. Not all strategies are for you, okay? Think about it this way. The people that you're looking at that are in your field, that are making the money that you, you wanna make or you're aspiring to make, whatever it is, right? You wanna get to that level. Some of them have teams, they have bigger budgets. Um, and also their, their choice of the strategy or that tactic is for a reason. Something that you don't get to see because it's behind the scenes of their business. They might've been priming their audience and doing all of these things ahead of time. So I remember having a conversation like about three or four years ago with a prospect and they were like, well, I just wanna be able to run ads, do my webinar and sell my offer and get seven figures. And the way she was talking about it was like, it's that simple. Like there's no other work to do that needs to be done. Just put that money in the ads, do the webinar, bam. Now there, that is a process, right? And it does work. But where she was at in her business, was it where she can actually do it that way, right? So what I wanna share with you is you wanna choose goals and define, first of all, define your version of success, right? Don't look at what other people are doing. And you wanna choose goals depending based on where you are, the capacity that you have, and like how you wanna actually implement your, your actual launch, right? Meaning if you know that you don't wanna do a webinar and a ton of live streams and all of this stuff, and it is not to say don't push yourself, right? I'm not saying don't ever do these things. What I'm saying is if right now that your capacity is not for these things, why do it? You are literally wasting time and energy and you're showing up in a frantic energy that's gonna repel your best clients. You want to attract people who are ready to work with you, right? And the best way to do that is to do the things that's gonna actually move the needle, choose a strategy that's gonna move the needle in doing that, right? Move the needle in your business. Attract those people, get them to um, you know, see you and the value of your transformation and make a decision to work with you, right? Rather than, I'd much rather have my clients do something simple that's gonna actually get them the maximum results than try to do all of these different things, throwing all the spaghetti on the wall because they see so-and-so has done it and they've made seven figures, so I need to do it, right? So your first few launches, especially because you're trying to figure out what process works for you, may not be to do everything that you see, okay? Now, before I go to mistake number two, I want to share with you my first launch experience and how trash it was because <laughs> everybody needs to know this, okay? Your girl is not like new to this. She's true to this. And I didn't always start with all this knowledge and expertise in what I'm doing today, okay? So my first ever launch. So I actually started launching because I was thinking, and I didn't know I was launching. First of all, when I kicked off my business, I did a webinar. I talked and then I offered people a conversation with me. And that was a version of a launch. So don't think that you need all of these things. I just was like, I want to teach. <laughs> then I want to offer people for the next step. And people took me up on my offer. So then I decided I want to launch a, a group program. So rather than either following the process of what was already working for me or thinking about what my version of success was and the capacity that I have and everything that I just shared with you, I decided, let me see what everybody else is doing and let me try that, okay? Let me buy a book online. Let me do all the things, right? Child, listen, <laughs> hot mess. I spent weeks throwing spaghetti on the wall, like doing live streams, I did a challenge, I did um, a webinar, I did all of the things. I did short form video and that wasn't popular back then, just yeah, I was doing them myself. It was a lot of things. Now, no one bought and the, the launch was a complete fail, but 
Actually, it wasn't. So the eyes of other people is a fail. To me, it wasn't. Yes, I didn't make money, but I learned a huge lesson, a valuable lesson from that launch. And that is stop copying what I see other people doing, the tactics and strategies I believe to be for me when they're not and I'm not ready for them yet. And the other one was to find my own process, right? And I teach my clients a version of my process and my um, my process and framework, but I also teach them how to create their own version for their launch, right? So like I said, not all strategies are created equal. I don't want to fit a square peg in a round hole trying to make it happen, right? I don't want to be like, listen, everyone should do webinars. I do webinars. No, there are different ways to do that. But here's what I said, like I want to say about the, the my first launch experience. After that launch, I decided, okay, well, I'm going to launch another offer because I didn't give up. <laughs> I'm going to launch this offer again. And no, actually, I launched a brand new offer because actually there was way more issues than, than just my tactics for my launch. It was also the offer itself that was a hot mess. But anyways got clear on what I wanted to sell, got clear on how I wanted to show up and I launched my offer again and I experienced my first five-figure launch. So it is possible to come back from a launch, especially if your offer is clear but your marketing tactics is not. But what I wanna say is stop copying what you see other people are doing. Stop copying their end goal because you have your own, okay? You have your own capacity. You have a different place that you are in your business and that's okay. You can still make an impact and make a shit ton of money without doing the most, all right? Let's dive into mistake number two. Your messaging is totally off, okay? I wanna say this, messaging is not just specific, your messaging is not specific to your offer that you're selling and it's speaking to everyone in your audience rather than the people who need it. I wanna back it up a little bit because there are two levels of messaging in your business. There is your overall brand message that really help people identify your brand, right? And connect with it and how you help people, how you serve but there's also your specific offer message. So when you're launching, what I noticed that most people do that really slow down their sale is that they're trying, sales is that they're trying to talk to everyone in their audience, right? New and seasoned people in their audience. And what's happening is it's missing people because let's be honest, not everyone is ready for the container that you're selling. Not everyone is ready for the, the solution that you're offering. Not everyone is prepared to take that action to solve that particular problem. So I'm gonna give you an example. Let's say you are a health coach and your overall brand message is I help moms uh, regain the energy, get back to their healthiest selves so that they can love themselves and spend more time with their family, right? I'm just throwing this out there, okay? I didn't prep this. <laughs> All right, so let's say that's your overall brand message, but you are offering, your group offering, for example, will be for new moms who want to lose their baby weight and regain their energy and create a healthier lifestyle. Notice the difference. Overall, your brand helps moms, moms overall get back to their healthier selves and gain energy. But this offer is specific to moms who are who just had a baby, whether it's their second, their first, but they're struggling to lose the, these last 10 or 15 pounds of baby weight. So it, there's a huge difference on how you're gonna market that, right? Because everyone in your audience does not care or want to lose those 10 pounds of baby weight because they probably already lost it or they're struggling with, they're like me, <laughs> they're struggling with that baby weight from four years ago, sis. Like that might not be the program for me because at this point it is no longer baby weight for me, right? And so when your messaging and conversation is really trying to touch everybody in your audience because yeah, I help moms, so all moms want to get healthy, it dilutes the message and it dilutes the offer and the offer's promise because then people who really need it can't really see it because they're like, eh, it's not for me, right? 
But if you showed up to me after I had my, my toddler, she's a toddler now, but if you showed up to me like weeks or in this case, 12 weeks, cause I had a C-section and you were like, I have this amazing offer that's going to help you lose the baby weight. You know, we're going to hit, we're going to hit it up right now while you are fresh and you just had this baby, yada, yada, yada. I would move on it because I needed it. Right. I still need it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> because my, it was, there was a pressing issue for me. It was an urgent problem that I wanted to solve. Okay. So messaging is important, but it needs to be tailored to the offer that you're putting out there so that your launch can call in your best clients who are actively seeking the solution that you're offering. Okay. Mistake number three is relying on your sales conversation or conversion event to get you the sales. This is huge. Whether you are selling via a challenge, a webinar, a live stream video series, a video series, or a sales conversation, like an actual sales call, a lot of us leave those spaces, right? The event or the conversation as the place that we're going to con or convert people, not convince, convert people into actual clients and students for our offers and programs. And that is a huge mistake. Your launch sales conversation starts from the beginning of when they meet you, beginning of your launch, right? Way before they get on this challenge, this webinar, on the sales call with you, right? There are other ways to do sales events, but I'm just listing those as an option. But your launch content is, is should be designed to prime your audience so that they are prepared for that conversation, right? It's not just about showcasing your expertise and here's what I can teach you, right? There's a lot of people teaching online, but it's really about here's how I can support you in that transformation. So oftentimes we do not have content that is aligned with um, having that conversation and priming our audience for the sale. We just prime them for the offer only. And therefore, when we're getting ready to sell, you'll notice when you're on a webinar, some people start coming off and that's natural. It's going to happen. Um, but people are not receptive and moving forward to, to buy the offer right away, right? You always hear people say um, the sales in the follow-up, right? So once you have your webinar, you're sending these emails and yes, that is important, but how much easier would it be if more of your webinars converted or more of your sales conversations or challenges converted at a higher level during that conversation, during that sales event, than with the follow-ups, right? Having follow-up sales is just icing on the cake, right? It's just a part of the process. Yes, this icing on the cake versus we are all, most of us, and I'm gonna be honest, a lot of us do this, relying on that sales conversation or event to be the, 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 doing the heavy lifting for us, right? So people are not making the decision on whether or not to work with you because you are talking to them on the phone or in a webinar or whatnot. They're doing that from the beginning. Okay. Mistake number four, there are so many more mistakes, but I'm gonna keep it at four. Uh, the fourth one is being afraid to choose or implement a closed cart date out of fear that you may not be for whatever reason. It could be you don't know if you're going to reach your goal. You, you don't want, you don't know, um, if people are going to be receptive to this. Um, or maybe like you don't really like time things. Like you don't want things to be timed. Like I had a client who struggled with giving, she was like, why can't I just sell my offer every day? And I'm like, yeah, you can. And there are different ways to create urgency. Time is not the only urgency, but you have to choose an urgency, right? So I guess mistake number four is not choosing an urgency, um, factor, right? So, we tend to drag out our launches or drag out our, our offer, meaning like whether it's not just the container, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or group, but we drag out the offer that we make to our audience, whether it's to grab a bonus or whatever it is, because we are, we're scared, right? So two things I want to offer you here is work on your thoughts first. This is really important because you need to ask yourself, what do I need to think and believe before I start planning my launch and before I start executing my launch? 
so that I can commit to the launch and see it through and commit to the deadline or urgency that I've chosen. So what do I need to think and believe before I start my launch and plan my launch and execute my launch, right? You have to work on your own belief, right? Because think about it this way. There are so many, like there are people out there waiting for you. But there are also people out there who are waiting for you, but they drag their feet and you are helping them commit to that transformation. This is not about false urgency. This is not about forcing people into your offers. I'm going to be very clear about that. But it is about saying, hey, I've gotten you to this crowded room. Remember the example I gave you earlier? You, you're in the quiet room with me. You've heard what I have to say. Now it's up to you to make that decision. And you need to create that deadline because let's be honest, human psychology dictates we move when we have a deadline. We move when there's a, a sense of urgency. If I know that I'm going to be able to take you up on your offer anytime, it either becomes something I put on the back burner or never do because listen, I got time. I can come back to it, right? It doesn't mean that you can't sell your offer year round. Like I said, I've helped clients who have evergreen programs launch their offers and make a ton more money through those launches than their evergreen funnels because they've decided and chosen an urgency factor that they've implemented and stuck to. But it starts with you thinking about what do you, what do you want to be, um, you need to believe <laughs> and think, sorry, before you start and plan your launch because your thoughts really create your results. So you really want to start your launch planning and execution with thoughts that are actually going to produce the results that you want and really get in alignment with what you want. So that way, when you're deciding on your date, you're like, listen, I know I'm going to do X amount of weeks of priming if that's what you need to do, right? To get yourself comfortable before you sell, that's okay. But you're honest with yourself and you're clear about it and you're allowing your profit producing thoughts to lead the way. Let me say that. Okay. So think profit producing thoughts. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is a tongue twister, profit producing thoughts to help you plan your launch and execute your launch so that you are committed to it and you're focused when you, um, on your deadline or urgency. Okay. So with that being said, let's talk about the triple D method. This is really simple. I'm not overcomplicating things. My goal with this podcast and with sharing with you, um, through this container and online is to help you simplify launching and making money in your business and selling your work and marketing. Okay. So my triple D method is as follows. You get to do three things when you're planning your launch. Number one, decide, okay? <laughs> number two, design. And number three, do the work. Let me break that down for you, okay? Number one, decide. Make decisions now. So this is the hardest part with launches, especially if you are, let's say you have a signature offer, which is what I support my clients with their, with their launches. Um, you have an offer that you're going to repeat over and over again. You want to make some decisions early on so that they can just be done. And you know, starting with your launch, the only decision you might need to change would be like the amount of people you want to enroll in your offer. And then the rest is just getting down to brass tacks and getting the work in. Right? So you want to decide on your goals. You want to decide on your start and end date. Right? Um, for some clients who have an offer that they are selling over and over again, they have, you know, how many times per year am I going to launch this offer? And set these dates in stone. Now they might choose a month, for example, let's say the month of November is when I'm gonna launch my offer, but not have the date particular for 2023, for example, right? But they know that every November they're gonna launch, every January they're gonna launch. So kind of make these decisions. Your conversion event. So this is how you're going to sell your offer, whether it's sales conversation applications, whether it's a webinar, whether it's a challenge, whether it's a, a live stream series or a video series. And you've seen that throughout the internet. Okay. All of your faves, all of the people in your industry doing these type of things. So choosing your sales conversion event 
and it can change in the future, but choosing one allows you to master that one, right? One of the reasons why I love webinars is because I've mastered webinars. I've mastered um, live stream series. So those two, I love them because they work for me. For you, it might be maybe your podcast, right? Utilizing your podcast as a way to sell your offer and to launch your offer, right? So you don't have to do the, I'm going to say traditional, which is funny because when I started my business, this was not traditional, but you don't have to do the traditional method of launching with a webinar or um, launching with a um, challenge, right? So once you've made the decisions, it's easier for you to map out the strategy and help you eliminate all of the guesswork and overthinking. One of the reasons why people struggle, which is another mistake, I'm going to say that in here, struggle with um, launching their offer. It's not the tactics or the strategy they need to implement. It's just the fact that they're in their head. They're guessing everything, they're overthinking everything, and they're lost in the sauce. So make these decisions now because it's going to help you create more sustainability with your launches in the future. Now, I want to say this. It doesn't mean that your decisions don't get to change the next time you launch because obviously when you're done launching, you need to assess what went well and what didn't go well to make adjustments, but you're not changing everything. You're not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to now try to do all of these new things, right? So again, if you know that you did webinars this last launch and it didn't work for you, yeah, maybe you might want to try something different until you find the one that works. But usually with my clients, what we do is an assessment. I, I figure out like, okay, based on what you're sharing with me, these, this, these are the two or three that I recommend they get to choose from there and pick that and stick with it, right? And so you get to decide what that is, okay? So number two is design. So design your profitable launch strategy. This is really important. A launch strategy is not just your start, end day, conversion event, sales conversation or not, like applications or not. Like it's a full six, there's a six pillars to a, a profitable launch strategy um, that I will be doing an episode on in the podcast. But if you want to check it out, I did like some reels about it, two reels on my Instagram. So go ahead and go to my Instagram at Fabiola Giordani to see the list. But you want a profitable, cohesive launch strategy and you need to outline what that looks like so that again, it's creating sustainability and you can always go back to it. Again, you, you're, it's up to you. Woo. It's up to you to make adjustments, but changing the entire thing every single time is what's going to leave you burned out. It's what's going to create the anxiety that you might have or just the overwhelm when it comes to launching your offer. Then you're going to design your launch assets, meaning your content, your emails, and your event. Okay. Event can also mean the sales conversation or applications. It's what you're doing. Um, and every time we talk about launch assets, I want you to think about it in two ways content, emails, event, and also the actual um, physical, I guess, virtual thing, which is like sales pages, um, creating your webinars and designing anything for your socials, right? But really in this context, because you don't need pretty things to sell your work, like you don't have to have a pretty Canva template, but your content. So really creating compelling content or designing compelling content that's actually going to move your best clients in your audience through the phase of transformation so that or through the phase the sales process so that they can make a decision to buy from you okay let me say it that way so that's really important and then of course your emails because email marketing is important as a part of anchoring your launch so you want to design emails that really speaks to your audience and also move them so what i want to say this in this design phase is that it's all about creating the compelling conversation and energy so a really profitable launch strategy for your unique offer and business and then launch assets that compels your client or your best clients in your audience to take action and do the work simple 
Do the work. Implement your launch promo plan. So part of your launch strategy, the sixth pillar of a launch strategy is the promo plan, right? So your promo plan goes a little bit deeper than post four times on Instagram. It's really about what are the milestones that you need to be aware of that you are hitting so that you can end your launch sustainably and also profitably so you can reach your goals, right? Because if not, then it's just like an everyday marketing strategy. If you don't have milestones to take a look at um, that you're hitting, then it's going to be so much harder for you to stay motivated, to stay focused. Actually, motivating motivation is fleeting. Let me not use that word. For you to stay consistent. Let me say that. It's going to be harder for you to stay consistent because then you're going to get distracted like, oh my gosh, I'm tired today. Or, um, you know, you're looking at somebody else's launch and you're like, oh, they're doing it so much better than me and you don't want to do it. So your promo plan is going to give you the anchor that you need so that you can focus and take consistent action so that you can hit those milestones and get to your goal. So it's not enough for you to just plan out. You must take necessary action as well and to do the work to fill yourself up, right? So that you're not being depleted and staying the course and fill your offer, okay? So that's the triple D method. Decide, design, and do the work, okay? It's really important for you to do that. Once you've made those decisions, it's so much easier for you to go in and map out your launch strategy and then do the work by implementing that promo plan and staying consistent. Now, I wanna say this before I wrap up. You do not need a ton of things to be profitable and book out and sell out your offer. You don't. Like I said, my second ever launch was a simple um, live stream strategy, a CTA, and I didn't even have a sales page, y'all. It was a group offer with no sales page. It was just me talking to people and selling them on my offer, and then um, that's it, right? Selling them on my offer via email and on social. And in fact, to make it even easier, I kept to one platform one simple platform okay um because after that first launch i decided to just keep it at one-on-one -on -one coaching and just kept doing what i was doing for like i think a whole year and it wasn't until the year of the periscope boom <laughs> and i was like let me do periscope who remembers periscope anyways moving on <laughs> distractions but yeah so just keep it simple you don't need to do everything you don't need to be on every platform you don't need to do all of the things just keep it simple so make decisions first Design your profitable launch strategy, stick to the plan, and do the work and implement the plan, okay? I hope this was helpful for you. Feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me on IG and let me know your thoughts, okay, your takeaways. I'm at fabiola.jordani. That will also be in the show notes. Before I go, I want to give you a gift, okay? You can grab my free launch planning guide um, to support you with your next launch. The link is below in the show notes. Why did my notes say in the bio? Anyways, I'm so used to saying that, but... Check out the show notes to opt in to my <laughs> to grab my free launch guide. Oh my goodness. And lastly, if you are ready for a high touch customized support for your next launch and you need the strategy and support to hit your goals, listen, I got you, boo. I want to invite you to book a consult with me. It's free. And we'll talk about your business, your vision. And of course, I'll walk you through how I can support you with um launching your next offer sustainably and profitably with my powerhouse launch strategy vip intensive okay all the links are in below in the show notes i really was about to say in the bio until next time gorgeous i will see you and uh let's connect on ig where i'm at every single day and um it's funny because i'm changing up my um ig strategy so it's gonna be fun to see the content that i'm putting out there so let's connect there at fabiola.jordani 
All right, bye, gorgeous. Oh, before I go, listen, I know I'm giving you lots of CTAs. It's probably annoying. I don't like to do this, but I'm going to say it now. Go ahead and leave me a rating on the podcast. It does help the podcast out. And it also lets me know what you're vibing with. All right, bye, gorgeous. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready for a simple and proven process to launch and fill your premium offers, then I want to invite you to apply for VIP coaching with me, where we're going to work together on selling out your offers so that you can create more freedom in your business. Go to the link in the show notes and learn more and apply. I'll see you there. Bye, gorgeous.